to Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. We're in the studio on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome, man. We are recording in the Red Sea Radio's worldwide headquarters. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful day today here in College Station, Texas. So however you may be listening to the show, whether you're listening on, on the podcast or if you're listening on Red Sea Radio on our new time at thir- on Thursday mornings or our other Thursday morning slot on St. Michael Radio, welcome in. It's great to be here with you today. We have a fantastic show planned for you today. We're going to talk about uh, what's been going on this week. We're going to talk about the Old Testament a little bit. I'm going to steal some content from my producer, Sam Shepard, uh, tell you the story about what happened this weekend how, and the fun that uh, that I had. Sam had a little less fun, but I got I got to steal her content, and it was absolutely fantastic. And uh, in the third segment, we're going to keep going with our conversation on the Old Testament. So uh, that's that's kind of the projection of where the show is going today. I want to start off just with some updates. Uh, tomorrow, so Wednesday the 25th, is my birthday. Last year, we did a birthday, like it was actually on my birthday, so we did a birthday show. This year, we're not doing anything. <laughs> All I'm doing for my birthday on the show is telling you that it's my birthday tomorrow. So uh, on Facebook, I don't know what's happening on Facebook. Three people today have wished me happy birthday. I feel like <laughs> Sam's trying to do uh, sound effects, but it's not working because it's not plugged in, because we're going to play a video for you later that you don't care about. So, <laughs> uh, so, but this is perfect because that shows how much fanfare there is for my birthday. You can't even hear the fake applause she's trying to play, play for me. Um, as many of you know, I, t- I said last week on the show that uh, my wife had our third baby uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago this Thursday. So, uh, baby Felicity is is at home hanging out. We're actually recording a little early so I can uh, go help with her. I mean, who am I kidding? I'm going home to watch the Astros game. But I, I'm kidding. I, I'm like I'm going to watch the game. But like my job for the last two weeks has been the other two kids, like just hanging out with them, that sort of thing. I ha- I do have to tell a story about uh, how like me being selfish created one of the cutest things my four year old son Christopher has ever done. So I've been in charge of the kids. Like, oh, we've had help. Like, my mom came into town. My wife's parents came into town. Like, they helped. But there was one night that the Astros were playing in the ALCS, the American League Championship Series. And Christopher was awake with me. But this is like 930 at night. So it's like past his bedtime, but it's Friday or Saturday night, something like that. So he was fine. Like, he was excited to watch the game with me. It's just like cool father-son time. Because Maggie had gone to bed at like 7 or something ridiculous. She just went into her bed and fell asleep. We're like, whatever. <laughs> but both of our kids typically, like, they need, they still need, they both still need somebody to put them to sleep. So, like, either my wife or I, we kind of tag team and split it fairly evenly throughout the week. Oh, you know, most of the time it's like my wife saying, oh, on Tuesday nights you record the show, so you're not here. Monday nights you play basketball, so you're not here. So like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you put the kids to sleep. So it, it's it's all fair and, and all good. And like I like that time with the kids. Most of the time, that's when they're the cutest is when they're tired and going to sleep. But I was watching the baseball game with the Astros. It was either game six or game seven. I was like, I'm not going to miss a minute of this thing. So I'm like trying to think during the baseball game. Okay, it's 930, it's about 945, somewhere around in there. And Chris, I'm like, Chris, are you tired? He's like, yes. I was like, okay, like, 
if I go and like lay with him, like typically it takes anywhere from five. I mean, it could t- take five minutes. It could take 45 minutes for him to calm down and this sort of thing. So I tried a new method. I laid him in bed. I tucked him, took him in the bathroom, brushed teeth, all that kind of stuff. I laid him in bed. Typically, like I lay him in bed. I give him a hug. I'll lay with him for like two or three minutes. Talk to him. We'll do like his, cl- his closing prayers. What is this mass? His nighttime prayers, right? Closing time. <laughs> Christopher's going to sleep now. Get out of the bar. You're four. Okay. So <laughs> so he's laying in bed. I give him a hug. And Maggie's already asleep, right? So I say, Christopher, daddy has to leave. But, and like, you need to go to sleep. But but I'm going to go. He's like, oh, no, like, why are you leaving? I said, well, I have to leave. Can you Can you stay here and protect your sister? And I left and I went and watched like the next half inning. And my plan all along was to like go back into the room, check on him if he wasn't asleep, like to lay with him then, right? I go back in there after the three outs happened or whatever, right? I go back in there. He's asleep holding hands with his sister. Like we push their beds together. So they kind of, it's like two twin beds. He's fall asleep, like holding her hand to protect her. I'm like, this is the cutest thing that Christopher's ever done and the most brilliant thing parenting I've ever done in my life. I got not I like two birds with one stone. I got the cutest moment of Christopher asleep and I got to watch the entire baseball game. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even plan on telling that story, but uh, the whole the whole point of the story is that now my wife's birthday is on October 18th. My daughter's new daughter's birthday was on October 13th. Mine's the 25th. My birthday now means nothing. It's over. So anyway, um, <clears throat> Halloween's going to happen between now and, and the next show. Uh, we're actually going to record a day early so that we can all be doing Halloweeny stuff. Weenie stuff. You're going to be doing weenie stuff. I'll be doing hollow stuff. <laughs> Halloweeny. <laughs> uh, so we're recording early. So what we're going to do today uh, to kind of kick off our, our Old Testament, uh, our Old Testament uh, topic for today is we're going to play a little game that Sam came up with. But before we play the game, I have to kind of tell this story. Sam got sick this weekend, and she's the high school youth minister at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Bryan. And I'm her boss, which means that she does all the work and I don't have to do anything. So so Sam was sick, so she calls me. Uh, Granted, I'm on paternity leave. I'm not supposed to do work. She calls me, and she's like, hey, I'm sick. What am I supposed to do? And I know the right answer is for me to like, I'm, I, I need to come lead the youth night. I'm like, but I, I don't want to do anything. I'm off of work for two weeks. But I was like, you know what? I've been in youth ministry for a long time. Like running a youth night's not the hardest thing in the world, especially because I know how well Sam prepares. So Sam had already like written out the talk or like, you know, and like, or like made her uh, PowerPoint. PowerPoint, right? I have to correct you. It wasn't PowerPoint. It's Google Slides. Google Slides sucks. Oh, I love Google Slides. <laughs> it's terrible. I, um, the first thing I did was convert it over to PowerPoint. But uh, <laughs> she already had all this content and talking about the Old Testament. And uh, we're going to get into that in the third segment. But I wanted to start off today because it was like the perfect, like you planned this because it's obviously all you're also preparing for Halloween. Right. 
So it's this game called Old Testament or Scary Movie, and y'all are going. You two are going to play against each other right now. Uh, and who? Okay, I said you two, and I haven't introduced the other person, <laughs> Mackenzie, who's been on the show before. Hi. She's the junior high youth minister at St. Joseph. So once and for all, we're going to decide which of you is better at your job. Mackenzie, I can already, I can just tell you that. <laughs> yes, Mackenzie is better <laughs> by, by, by playing this game. Uh, so so here we go. Old Testament. Or a scary movie. Uh, who wants to go first? I was going to say ladies first, but you know, you're We're both, both ladies. ladies. Yeah, that makes it kind of complicated. Uh, younger. Younger first. Oh, that's me. Okay, so Maka. Uh, Maka, you can't see this, right? No, I can't. I can see the apple. That's it. It's it's a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. no, you can't see it. Good job. Okay. So here's the... I'm going to give you a sentence. You have to tell me if it's in a scary movie. Or the Bible. Or if it's in the, the Old, Old Testament, Testament specifically. Okay. Okay. He promised, and I believed him, but sin never dies. So you have to tell me, is this in the Old Testament? Is this the, the word of the Lord, or is it the word of somebody in a cheap, <laughs> scary movie film? Well, this sounds like it should be in the Bible, so it's a scary movie. That's how it works with these. Yeah, you absolutely got it right. So good job. That's Woo! one point for you. They that used was me words trying to, to do trick, the cheer. They use words huh? to trick you. I was trying to do the cheer thing because the cheer thing. My, right, my soundboard's not plugged in. Let's get some. Let's get some. Uh, some sound. Here, give me the soundboard. Oh, okay. While you prepare. Okay, here you go. Sam's going to be doing that switch while I ask Sam the question. So Sam has to do all of this under uh, pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. There you go. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs sound effects? You have the two of us. Matricide is probably the most unbearable crime of all. Scary movie. Scary movie. Because I don't think they talk about matricide in the Bible. I don't I don't remember well, that. What even is that? It's when you kill your mother. <laughs> okay. So oh, it sounds like some sort of like clothing, like mattress store sale. When they put, I just, I learned this the other day. When they add side, it's like a death of something. And so, yeah, the, the matricide is mother, mother. You got it death. right. Is that Psycho? Uh, that is from Psycho. You're correct. Nice. Who said it? Uh, was it? Was it a doctor? Dr. Fred Richmond. Ayo, hot dog. So, so I think Sam's thing. winning now. But, but this is how you know Mackenzie's in junior high ministry. She made the same joke as one of the kids. <laughs> She's like, is that when you kill a mattress? I'm like, yes, that's when you get mad at your mattress and you take a knife to it. Exactly. All right, here's the next one. This is from Mackenzie. Then you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters. Bible. That yeah, that's the Bible. is... Correct. That is from Leviticus. Oh, I was going to say Deuteronomy. I was wrong. <laughs> Deuteronomy. I, uh, last, was it last week or two weeks ago that AJ Barrows came on the show? Yeah. And he was talking about how uh, his punishment for kids at his youth nights was uh, that he made them go read the book of Deuteronomy <laughs> over the corner. <laughs> I told that story on Sunday, too. We had fun. We had fun. Sam and I haven't talked really much about her youth night, but it, it was a lot of fun. My kiddos are fun. They are. Um, who, all right, I'm not being a good host. I uh, think it's my turn. It's, it is your turn. I gave that point to Maka. Whoops. I mean, t I gave Maka's point to you. I'm not no. doing this very well. All right, it's two to one. Y'all, you've got all three right so far. I'm a, I'm nervous now, though, because we've been doing so good. All right. there. No, you've gotten one question right, so don't say we. There's no we here. It's you versus. <laughs> hey, it's a we. No, that's, that's uh, incorrect. <laughs> all right. There was nothing left. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death of good or evil, right or wrong. It's really long. It makes me want to say Bible, but I don't. I'm gonna. I don't know if that's a like correct grammar. 
I don't know if it is either. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say scary movie. That's correct. Ooh, hot dog. It's from Halloween. No, it's not from hot dog. It's from Halloween. Oh, close. I had hot dogs the other day for the first time in like seven years. <laughs> My mother-in-law came in town and made hot dogs with like chili on chili? them. Chili? Okay, good. So good. I like chili cheese so dogs. Good. I've been sick ever since. I'm just oh. kidding. It's fine. I've Awkward. been sick for two months. So, um, <laughs> All right, Maka, this one's for you. Whatever's going to happen, there will be someone there to help them, and that fills them with hope. Scary movie. Correct. Yay. That is from Signs. You know how oh, like wow. bad this game's going to be if y'all tie by getting the exact amount? You get them all right? <laughs> oh, That'd be pretty impressive, though. I think I'm going to get some wrong. I feel like we've just been lucky. I think you are, too. Here's the one. Okay. I will return and tear your flesh with the thorns and briars from the wilderness. Ugh, um, I feel like we haven't said Bible in a while. Um, Bible. That's yeah, correct. So that one was the Bible, too. I, what I wanted to do just to mess with you is like just play a random sound effect. What does that even sound like? What does that even mean? <laughs> one short beep. You're correct. Phone, phone ding dong. Oh, Ooh, I like good. that. That's a nice sound. All right. That's your correct sound from now on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maka. Yes. A survivor unclouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. I'm going to say scary movie. That is Yay! correct. Maka, you're four for four. This is ridiculous. Okay, she's four for four because she went first. I'm just saying. You're giving her a lot well, of credit you're, for you're about to be three for four, so <laughs> calm down. <laughs> he destroyed them because he hated them. Semicolon. He deliberately took them into the wilderness to slaughter them. Space, period. It's it's weird that there's like a space before the period, and they I, use a semicolon for some reason. Do you think that's a that's a grammatical error when whoever made the slides? Absolutely. Wait, wait can you say it okay. again? Here you go. He destroyed them because he hated them. He deliberately took them into the wilderness to slaughter them. Golly gee willikers. Um, scary movie. Oh. It took me a while to find the wrong because nobody's gotten one wrong in forever. It's because you jinxed me. You said I was going to get three out of four. I did, and that is not correct. And right, I we, made this game, I, I, which it should be terrible that I got one wrong. You didn't make it, did you? Well, I had to put it on the slideshow. You didn't make it. This is from Download Youth Ministry. But I had to put it on the slideshow. I typed every <laughs> single one of those. Wait, you did? Yeah. Why did you do that? Can't you just use the PowerPoint from there? No, it was too difficult. Oh, okay. Oh I'm sorry. Then the birds will come and peck away at your flesh. Oh, that's oh, an me? easy one. Um, I'm going to say Bible. That's correct. Golly gee whippers. Maka now has five points. Oh, darn, we're out of time. I'm just kidding. We have two minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> People who look... Oh, now... Okay. Now that I know you typed this, this all makes sense. There's a lot of grammatical errors. I typed it exactly how it was on there. That's and... not true. That is true. I, I'm going to read it just like you typed it then. Fine. People who looks like they're in a trance and the creatures that look like people but behave like animals. Scary movie. Ooh. So, I, that I, could be how he talks. That's like the interesting part. I asked part. Sam before this game, do you know the answers to this game? That, that you, No, but I typed them all out. <laughs> well, I did, but I don't remember. Yeah, obviously, you're losing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Maka, we have three questions left. Anyone who consumes blood will be cut off from the community. Oh, that's the Bible. That's correct. Maka, I think, yep. Is that, that's that, it? That, that means you have won. 
You you have completed the game. Yay! Where's the cheer? Nope. <laughs> Perfect ah! cheer. Oh, there America we go. Maka has won. Let's Public announcement. Public party. announcement. Yay! I am the winner. This is why I'm not in charge of our sound effects because oh, school's out. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should <laughs> play that at the end of the segment. It's like, summer. hey, we're done now. So so here's here's what's happening. Those are congratulations to Mackenzie. Our winner of our uh, Old Testament or Scary Movie game. Yay! I hope you guys have a great Halloween. But before we do that, we are going to come right back here. We're going to get back into this Old Testament thing. We started off the first segment um, playing a game called Old Testament or Scary Movie. So if you if you uh, just joined us, you didn't miss much. <laughs> Mackenzie just beat Sam and proved once and for all that she's smarter than Sam. Uh, <laughs> so... <clears throat> Quick rundown, uh, updated story. Sam got sick. She's a youth minister, high school youth minister. She called me to go lead her youth group on Sunday. So I got to give this talk that she had planned on giving to her youth group kids. And I, we had a blast. It was so much fun. We played this game that, that, uh, that the girls played in the first segment. I purposely left this slide out because this was my favorite slide. And like I ended up telling this story. It wasn't planned at all to do. But this is my favorite story in the entire Bible. So this, this was one of the questions in, in Scary Movie or Old Testament. The dagger went in so deep that the, that the handle disappeared beneath the king's fat. Bible. But yeah, it's from the Bible. I already told you it's from the Bible. Sam's trying to get a point because she lost by two. Guess what? I'll give you that point. You still lose. <laughs> so the, the kids were like, wait, because the, like, the whole point of this whole night, like, if they got nothing, like what I wanted for them to realize is that the Old Testament isn't this boring old book. It's actually quite exhilarating. Like, okay, Deuteronomy and Leviticus, like maybe don't start there, but like the stories are absolutely amazing. I was in undergrad and my favorite professor he he liked like to like kind of push the envelope a little bit. There had been this class, like I think it was called Law and Prophets or like Old Testament 101 or something, you know, something like that, right? Where it was an interesting class, but a super boring name. So him being the kind of push buttons guy or push push the, not the push buttons, push the envelope guy that he was, he wanted to change the name of the class because like a lot of theology majors, religious studies majors took the class. But at the at Incarnate Word where I went to undergrad. Like everyone at the school, because it was a Catholic university, was required to take two theology classes. And they never, nobody ever picked that one because it was about the Old Testament. And the thought is that the Old Testament's boring. So he approached like his, like the provost, like whoever's in charge, right? <clears throat> he wanted to name the class, what, what was, this is eight years ago, but it was something like sex power and, and, uh, sex, power, and, and war, or something like that, right? There's like, we're just we're three of the biggest themes of the Old Testament, right? You know, sex, you have David, like, you know, going, like, sending a guy out to be killed so that he could have his wife, you know? Um, power, you have people, like, all they do is fight practically the whole time. You've got, you know, from the beginning of Cain and Abel fighting each other, and then you've got wars all the way throughout. And I tell you what, that's a lot better, like, if you, the Old Testament needed some publicity, that's it, right? Because like that's think about the TV shows that that most that are really popular right now. Love, love, sex, power, greed, like those are the things that sell. So the, the he's just doing a better marketing job than uh, than the church has done in the past. So the the whole point of this was that 
I want people to get excited about reading the scriptures. Like that's one of the biggest things that I want for anybody, but a lot of people, especially if they're young, just want to read like the gospels or the new Testament. Perfectly fine. It's good stuff too, but not to the extent of like shunning the old Testament. So I told them this was scripture and they were like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I'll tell you that story later. We're in the middle of a game that they were actually enjoying. They wanted me to stop the game right then to tell the fat story. (laughs) And I was like, it's not the scripture. It's actually a story of of me a few years ago. And I'm just kidding. It wasn't me. Okay. Here's the story. And this is obviously like the paraphrased version because I'm not, I'm not reading it, but like this line is from judges chapter three, verse 22. One of my favorite stories of the, hold on, I have to stop right now. Judy Como <laughs> has been a regular listener of the show. And the show used to be like until two weeks ago was live on Tuesday evenings. And she would always text me and like bother me. Like, you know, like say, like, stop saying that. Like, like I'd be like complaining. I did the first world problems like uh, segment. She hated that one. She's like, shut up and offer it to God. And I was like, whatever, Judy, leave me alone. I'm trying to both entertain and bring people to Jesus. So that was the entertaining part. At least I thought so. Uh, she texted, well, she just texted me right now. And like, we're not live. And we're not even recording at the right time. How does she know that I'm, she said happy birthday? Judy, it's not my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Judy. Okay, back to the fat king. So in Judges, the the Israelites... Essentially, the book of Judges, think toilet bowl. Like the toilet bowl actually comes into play in this story. That's not what I meant to do. The toilet bowl of, you know how like when you like spiral down, like you, so most people, like if you're doing well and then you slip, like you want to get back to where you were or better. The book of Judges is all about like, let's just say the, the Israelites are at a 10 and they start spiraling down to an eight and then god sends a judge to like help judge them and like bring them back kind of like a prophet you know like to be the word the mouthpiece of god to bring them back into like good favor and like being where they're practicing people of god right but the thing with judges is like like they they become on fire for god for a total of like four minutes right (laughs) and then they start not living for god and worshiping idols this sort of thing so they, they get back up to, like, they're at a 10, then they go to an 8. They go to a 9 for a brief moment, and then they go down to a 5. Then God sends another judge. And they go up to a 7, and then they go down to a 3. And then they go, up, you know, sends another judge, they go up to a 5. They're just in the toilet bowl, you know, just, like, sp- spinning down and down and down. Uh, there's so many ways you can go with that. I think that looks like a lot of our faith, right? Like, you, you, you go on this high, you have this retreat, or you go to a youth night. Yeah, our faith's great. It's at a 10. And then three weeks later, it's like, oh, I'm at a seven. I need to get better. But then you're getting better. You get back up to a eight instead of the 10. You know, like it's just this whole thing that, that what I love, we can look, one of my favorite things about reading the Old Testament, we can read it and we're like, that guy was an idiot or like the Israelites were stupid. And then we're like, oh, I did that yesterday. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> That's why the Old Testament's still relevant because people are still stupid. So fat king story i promise i'm getting to i did this to them on sunday too kind of on purpose i kept going on tangents like on purpose and knowing i'd come back to the story because they just wanted to hear the story so much so i had to kind of coax it out a little bit so one of the judges comes at a time where the israelites have been taken over by another king they don't like this king because he's their new ruler right so one of these guys is going to sneak in to kill the to kill this king 
to like save Israel from this, like, you know, kind of cut off the head and everybody else will scatter. That's kind of the idea because their, their army wasn't strong enough to go up against their army. So let's just kill the main guy and then we'll be fine. So this guy sneaks in, has a sword that like, you know, how like you see like movies and people like sheath their sword, like at their hip. In the olden days, they would sheath it like on the inside of their sh- their shin, like their calf bone, and everybody was right handed, so you would sheath on your left calf. Well, the Bible, the old the judges says that this guy was left handed, so when they patted this guy down, they patted down his left calf, but he had his sword on his right calf because he's left handed. It's the opposite, right? So this story is that um, I don't like left-handed people, but the Bible says that you're okay, at least in this story. So, yeah, Sam, our producer, is left-handed. That was totally for her and my sister. This is that's, but this story, it's fine. Like you, you're actually the hero in this story for once. So he sneaks in to where the king is, um, like the king's chamber, and this is where I love. Like you can't tell. This is a hilarious story. People are like the Bible's boring. Read the, read this story. It's ridiculous. The Bible says, because you have to be proper, it's in church, right? We're reading this in church. It says the king was easing his nature in the cool chamber. He was pooping. Like, that's, like that's, that's what that means. That's Bible speak for he was going number two, right? So this guy is sitting on the makeshift toilet. I don't know. You know, this is uh, a long time ago. Uh, it's like the, the Middle Ages, except instead of being 1400 AD, it's 1400 BC, give or take, right? So the, the Middle Ages of BC. So he's sitting on the toilet. And this guy comes out, pulls out his sword, and he goes to stab the guy. And this is where we get our verse from. He stabs him. And this is how, this is, I've seen fat people. I've never seen a person this fat. He stabs the guy with his sword. And the guy's belly is so big that he loses his sword inside the guy's belly. Like, he's holding onto the handle of the sword, he pushes it in, and it gets stuck. Like, the handle goes into the dude's fat. And he can't pull the handle out, so he just pulls his hand out of this guy's fat. And, like, sneaks out the window. You think this is the end of the story. That, like, that's funny enough on its own. The funniest part, funny about murder, I don't know, it's a funny murder, it really is. The, there are guards outside of the room, like the guard that patted the guy, patted the guy down. They're standing outside for, you know, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. It doesn't say, but I can imagine that it's, it's, it's been quite a while. Yeah, like, you know, like you've been around somebody at your house or whatever, somebody's going to the bathroom, they're taking a long time. You're like, oh, they're taking a long time. And then, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you're like, are you okay? <laughs> are you dead? It's like, no, I'm playing a game on my phone. They didn't have phones back then, so that wasn't, that wasn't the issue. What this guy does, he goes in. The guards are standing outside. And they say, like, oh, something must be wrong. He's taking a long time. They go in 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour later, right? And they're like, oh, crap. L- literally. Like, I mean, like, the dude was taking a... Yeah, you know, and uh, and he's now dead, and he has a sword in his stomach, and the and the the killer is is long gone by now. And then you know, like the, they win, hooray, we we did it. Hilarious story. So you cannot tell me the Bible's boring. You cannot tell me the Old Testament's boring. The other story I was telling the the kids on Sunday, <laughs> one of the kids brought it up, 
And he was like, yeah, it's, th- there's a talking donkey. I'm like, you all know the other word for donkey. A talking, you know. <laughs> and I made the joke that, no, they're not talking about what happens after you eat Taco Bell. Like, there was actually a talking donkey. <laughs> so, like, there, there's these amazing stories in the Old Testament. I can't get to all of it now. So what I, what I want to do, I showed, I showed this video on, uh, on the youth night on Sunday, and obviously I can't show a video to you <laughs> because this is a radio show. But what we are going to do is we're going to play you the audio of this video called Bible in a Minute. It's absolutely hilarious. It's, it's uh, on YouTube, Barats and Beretta. These guys are absolutely hilarious. They give you the, the entire story of the Bible in 52 seconds, because we only have four minutes left on the show. I can't do all of salvation history, but these guys can in about 52 seconds. Ready, set, go. One, two, three. Bible in a minute. Earth made Adam Eve. Cain kills Abel, has to leave. Boring genealogy. Great flood. Olive leaf. Tower Babel. Abraham. Sodom and Gomorrah. And Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses. Ten commands. Promised land. Judges, David, Solomon. Sent away to Babylon. Job. Then a bunch of songs. Proverbs. and the song of songs. Major prophets. Lion den. Minor prophets. Bethlehem. Golden myrrh and frankincense. Satan and Samaritan. Choose disciples of their cheek. Walk on water. Thousand feet. Lazarus. Fig tree. Last of Semony, blood, money, third to now, Pontius Pilate, public trial, forty lashes to the tree. Why have you forsaken me? Third day, empty tomb, reappears, five boots, acts of the apostles, next epistles, and apocalypse. Whoa. Boom. At that point, they jump from in front of the screen and hit the wall because apparently that's what they think is going to happen at the end of time. So we, we said a lot of different things on, on Sunday that I can't get to. That's why we shortened it down to 60 seconds. But the entire point of the Old Testament isn't to be funny or isn't to be uh, entertaining, which it is both of those things. But the church has always said that the, the point of the Old Testament was to prepare us for this man named Jesus that I'm sure that you've heard about, you know, maybe once or twice before uh, as, you're, as you're driving in your car and listening to Catholic radio. So <clears throat> the whole point of the Old Testament was to prepare for Jesus. Like the old kind of cliche is that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, was the word concealed. Like you think of like a concealed weapon, it's like hidden, right? So Jesus is hidden in the Old Testament. Like, not like where's Waldo? Like there's not a picture of him in your Bible, but like the preparation for him and God, God's plan to bring his fulfillment, everything he ever wanted to say, he said in Jesus. And that preparation is the Old Testament. And that the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. There were things in the Old Testament that did, simply did not make sense until Jesus came. For instance, there's a quote in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. This was written hundreds of years before Jesus came. And we, like as I read that, you're like, oh yeah, Mary had a baby. Named Jesus. They named him Emmanuel, right? The Israelites would read that and be like, what? <laughs> like every kid named Emmanuel that you met? Are you? Was your mom a virgin? <laughs> like that was a weird question to ask, you know? Like It's like, nope. Okay, we'll keep looking, right? The other things like in, in the Psalms, dogs surrounded me, a band of evil men have encircled me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I count all my bones. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. We read these during Holy Week. 
because it's about Jesus' passion. But it was written most likely by David, the author of most of the Psalms, a thousand years before Jesus. So it's this whole, like the whole Old Testament is all about waiting and preparing. So what does that mean for us today? We're all waiting and preparing to meet Jesus. Whether it's whether he comes back during our lifetime or it's when you and I die, we're all going to meet face-to-face with Jesus at some point. So how are we waiting? How are we hoping? How are we preparing for when Jesus comes back? The scriptures are a lot of fun. Uh, ch- check them out. I don't know if you own a Bible or if you have if you have a phone, you've got a Bible on there. But it is very, very interesting stuff, and obviously it's good for our spiritual growth. This has been another episode of Forte Catholic Radio, whether you're listening on the podcast or on uh, Red Sea or on St. Michael Radio. Thanks for listening. Check out ForteCatholic.com for more information. We'll be back next week. Say